the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show and the easiest way to reach me, pick up the phone. You can call me at 602-525-1370. If I don't recognize the number, there's a pretty good chance I'm not going to answer the phone. You're going to leave a voicemail or I'm going to ask you to leave a voicemail and I give you my word I will call you back. If you feel the need to send an email, you can find me online at yourcarinsiders.com. There's a contact page, or it's Gary at yourcarinsiders.com. Very special thanks to Bobby and David Rabati at BN Auto Sales, located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona. They are your one-stop shop for a pre-owned commercial vehicle. Feel free to give Bobby a call at 602-722-9151. You know, one thing I, I want to talk about today, you know, when you go to a dealership and you fill out paperwork and they ask you to review the paperwork and you don't catch a mistake that's on that paperwork, and I wasn't standing there when you signed. And the plates and registration get mailed to the wrong address. It was mailed to the wrong address because you gave them the wrong address. I had an instance where a gentleman was buying a car in his son's name. Son was buying the car. They wanted all the paperwork mailed to the father's home. Well, when they filled out the title and registration application, they filled it out using the driver's license address that was on the young man's address. Now, I do feel bad because I wasn't standing over them when I did that, but they read it, they signed it, and now they're upset with the dealer because the plates got mailed to the wrong address. I'm going to try to get that corrected for him, but it's why I never, ever, okay, that's probably the only time I wasn't standing in front of somebody reading the title and registration application. What I tell people is if you're in a car dealership and you're in the dealership and you are signing paperwork, if the first form that you're signing has the wrong information on it, it's all wrong. If the first form that you're signing is correct, it's all correct. I had a gentleman the other day that called me up, and I kind of got a kick out of it because I told him from this point forward, the next call that we're going to get is you're going to call. I'm going to call you when the car comes in. So I got a 
call from the salesman at the dealership telling me, hey, he keeps calling me and I don't care, but he's calling me on my office phone when I gave him my cell phone and it's a lot easier for me to respond to the cell phone. So while we were sitting, when we went to go pick the car up, the gentleman was coming in with his sister. His first sister was supposed to come. She got sick. The second sister stepped up. She came in to help this gentleman make the, transac- make the transaction go smoothly. And I got to tell you, there's that old saying when there's too many spoons in the soup. Well, I got to tell you, there was a sister in Canada. There was a sister in the office. There was the client in the office, me in the office. At one point, it was a salesman in the office. And at the other point, it was the finance manager in the office. And... We went through all the paperwork and the first form that we filled out, it was wrong. So they fixed it. And it absolutely was a pleasure dealing with these people because they asked me more than once, what do I think? Now, I'll always give my opinion or what my thoughts are, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's right for you. So this gentleman was paying cash for the car. And we're at the dealership, and he has insurance on another vehicle, so he can leave with the car, but the wire had to be completed. So while his sister went online to do the wire, she said, you know, heck with it. I'm just going to spend 30 bucks. It's an instant wire. Same day. Okay. Well, if the wire doesn't show up, he can't take the car, and... But I'll ask the GM if he will allow you to take the car because I have the confirmation email from Bank of America that your money was sent. We don't have to get to that point. I went over to one of the sales managers. He actually called the accounting department. And within about 10 minutes, they called back and said, hey, the wire hit. So they were able to leave with the car. And there was a question in regards to should the gentleman purchase a warranty. And a warranty for this gentleman, in my opinion, was a necessity. The last car that he had, he had it for 11 years and had 330,000 miles on it. He was buying a hybrid Camry. So we went over a couple of choices for the warranty, and he was very much a realist, and he said, hey, you know, I may not be able to enjoy the warranty, but if, if for any unfortunate Incident, and I should pass away, and my son gets the car. Should I? Is that warranty transferable to him? And I said, Yep, absolutely. It's about 50 bucks to transfer the warranty. Well, when we got all done, the sister looked at me and said, Well, how do we pay you? And I said, Well, as I explained to your brother, it's either a check or cash. And they didn't have either. So we actually drove over to, and I didn't realize there's some Texas bank that's in Walmarts, and he happened to be a belong to that bank. So we went over and we got the money. And later in the day, the gentleman called me, and he just wanted to thank me for everything I did looking out for him. And he said, "You know, I got to tell you, I had gone shopping by myself, and then I realized." You know, I listened to your show, and I didn't like what they were telling me in the dealership. He said, you helping me was the best $400 I spent in the transaction. I would have bought the car at the other dealership, and I would have paid thousands 
more. Now, there are instances where I've saved clients thousands. There's instances where it doesn't, I don't save them the money, but they're just so comfortable with the fact that I'm there and I found them the car that they were looking for. And at the end of the day, the deal was better than they would have gotten on their own. But keep in mind, I'm here to help you. I am not selling you anything. You know, I found an article and I thought it was pretty interesting. And it was 28 tips for negotiating with car dealers. Do your shopping at home. If you walk into a dealership line and announce that you're just looking around, you give all the leverage to the salesperson who will gladly help you find the car that's right for you to buy, but really the one that's right for them to sell. Do your homework. Learn about incentives. Bring your research with you. Now, I can't tell you how many times people have brought their research with me and their research was incorrect. And it's just because it's on the Internet doesn't mean it's correct. Just because you built the car a certain way online doesn't mean you can build the car that way at the dealership. I want you to do all your research. I absolutely do. But please understand, if we're sitting in the dealership and you're telling me something that I know is incorrect, I am going to tell you that it's incorrect. Don't let the salesperson take control. You might encounter... You might encounter a salesperson who starts with an, if you like that, you'll love this approach in an attempt to steer you away from the vehicle you've chosen. According to Car and Driver, this is rarely because the tru- they truly think that they found something that's better fit for your needs and budget. In most cases, they try to unload a vehicle that they need to get rid of or they think that they can sell that day. Now, I had a client call me the other day, and I've previously helped him, and he's looking for a really expensive car. And I spoke to a friend of mine and said, Gary, I can order one for him, but he's probably looking about two years out. And it's always funny that when I call somebody and I tell them exactly what the client's looking for, they tell me about something else. That's not my job. Okay, now... I might turn around and tell the person about the car, but I'll say it like this. I know this isn't exactly what you want, but this is something that's out there right now. Now, the guy was looking for a Porsche Targa, a new one, and I found him a new Carrera convertible. Well, big difference in the car. I didn't even tell him about the car because the man said to me, Gary, I got all the patience and all the time in the world. I'm going to buy this car and I'm going to order it exactly the way I want it so I can get this brand new car exactly the way I want it. And at the end, the car will end up with my son. It's not anything that I'm going to take care of. I'm there to make sure that you do not get talked into something. Bring somebody with you. According to Edmonds, you do yourself a service by not strolling into a dealership alone. When I used to be a sales manager in a car dealership, it was amazing to me how many people brought people along with them to buy the car, and the person that was helping them knew less about what was going on than the person that was trying to buy the car. We called that person a third baseman. Okay, And nine times out of ten, they get in the way and they ruin the transaction when they try to become overpowering, overpowering in the transaction. 
I try to avoid the weekends as well. Okay, if you're going to go on the weekend, try to go early. What you don't want to get stuck on a Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock buying a car when eight other people bought a car at the same time, and there's only three finance managers, and you're number eight in line in finance. I'm not necessarily a big believer in the shopping around. I don't have to shop around. I shop around for the car. Okay, emailing dealers. You're considering and trying to negotiate a price online. This is obviously faster and easier than physically visiting multiple dealerships, but the real benefit is that it allows you to conduct a side-by-side comparison of the same vehicle right there at your laptop. What happens if the car's not there and it's an incoming car and they didn't tell you about that? Go in with the long-haul mindset. Don't schedule anything else that day and eat before you go. I always jokingly tell people, tell people, pack a lunch when you're going. Let the dealership know you're serious. Okay, I don't believe in the get pre-approved, but I do believe in finding out what your lender has to offer. Want to send out a very special thanks to Earnhardt Honda located 10151 Papago Freeway in Avondale, Arizona. Joey Staples and his team absolutely understand what it is I'm trying to do. Great reputations aren't just given. They are earned over time. Since 1951, the Earnhardt family has forged its reputation as the finest automotive group in Arizona. Stop in and experience a noble difference. It's our way of doing business where customer satisfaction is our top goal now and generations to come. We're located at 99th Avenue and Loop 101 or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Remember, if your vehicle has the Earnhardt brand, you are in for a great ride. And that ain't no bull. If you're looking for a Mercedes-Benz, please visit Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead. They offer new, pre-owned, and certified pre-owned vehicles and are constantly adding to their inventories. Or they're happy to custom order the Mercedes of your choice. Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead is family-owned and operated and is the proud recipient of the Mercedes-Benz Best of the Best Award many times over. Shopping for a newer used car should be an enjoyable and comfortable experience. With their inventory inside a 115,000 square foot climate-controlled showroom with all natural lighting and three levels of vehicles to peruse, Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead is confident that you will leave with a smile. Visit Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead for their vast selection of luxury cars and trucks, ready for immediate delivery to the greater Phoenix area. They are located at 9260 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Or you can find them online at arrowheadmb.com. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, the easiest way to reach me, pick up the phone, call me, Gary Green, 602-525-1370. want to send out a very special thanks to Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead. If you're looking for a Mercedes-Benz, please visit Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead. They offer new pre-owned, certified pre-owned vehicles and are constantly adding to their inventories or they're happy to custom order the Mercedes of your choice. Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead is family-owned and operated and is the proud recipient of Mercedes-Benz Best of the Best Award many times over. They believe shopping for a new car should be an enjoyable experience and are confident that you will leave Mercedes-Benz of Arrowhead with a smile every time. They're located at 9260 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona, or you can find them online at arrowheadmb.com. I want to go back to these 28 trips. As I mentioned, 
getting pre-approved. Consider a credit union. Many car dealerships will offer you credit union financing. Now, there are some credit unions right now that they will not allow the dealership to consummate the finance portion of the transaction. You would actually have to go to the credit union. And my current car is financed with the credit union. Uh, and the reason it is is because the credit union had better rates than all the other banks. So you want to see the loan offer. If you decide that the deal of financing is right for you, always ask to see the loan agreement. Most deals work with third-party lenders, dozens of them in some cases. Many of these outside banks allow the dealer to tack on higher financing rate in exchange for getting them a new customer and doing all the work. And they're under no legal obligation to tell you if you're actually getting the rate the lender offered. Keep in mind, those rates can't be marked up at the dealership's discretion. It's the bank that lends the money that decides how much the markup is allowed to be on the loan. And sometimes, even with the markup, it's better than you can do on your own. Don't reveal how you plan to pay. Well, that backfires a little bit when you have these car dealerships that advertise car de- cars with a finance price and a cash price. But keep in mind, everybody, everybody pays cash for a car. Okay, And what I mean by that, if you come in and write a check, okay, it takes longer for that check to clear the bank than it takes for a certain banks to fund a loan that you e-signed at the dealership. Dealerships don't wait for you to make your monthly payment every month to get paid unless it's a buy here, pay here. Absolutely keep your trade in. Don't overestimate your trade in value. Many sites like Kelly Blue Book offer free appraisal tools that will tell you what you can expect to get at a sale or a trade in. A common mistake is to overstate the car's condition when it comes Time to enter those values into the tool, sometimes because of a sentimental connection to the car that only applies to you and never the dealer. According to KBB, most cars, 54% are in good condition. One up from the category, which is fair. Fewer than one in four are listed as very good, and they say 3% are listed as excellent condition. Most cars that I've seen listed as excellent condition when you're trading the car in is a car that you have that's three or four years old and has less than 3,000 miles on the vehicle. But keep in mind, if the car's four years old and you're trading it in and only has 3,000 miles on it, you've taken away a lot of the tire life of the car, tires, due to the fact that tires, and most people don't know this, don't have a build date on them. And for rule of thumb, many car tires, I recommend that at 60 months, no matter how many miles, no matter what the tread is, you replace those tires on the car. Don't negotiate based on MSRP. Okay. I don't know where this idiot came up with this one, where he thinks you can buy a car for 2% above the invoice. Uh, In the old days, Invoice was a very fair deal for the dealership and the client. 2% over was a great deal for the dealership and a good deal for the client. But in today's world, you know, you bring up the word invoice 
and they have three of those cars in the dealership, you're pretty much eliminating your ability to buy a car. Don't negotiate based on a monthly payment. Never turn over your license or your keys. Okay, here's what I'll tell you. I had a client that wanted to go for a test drive, and he refused to give the dealership his driver's license. And the dealership said, that's absolutely fine. You don't have to give us your driver's license. You just can't go for a test drive. Well, I don't want to drive the car. I'll just sit in the passenger seat. Well, you're not going for a test drive without giving them your driver's license. The reason that they want your driver's license, believe it or not, is for insurance purposes and the protection of the salesperson. There have been salespeople murdered on test drives. Okay, They want to know who is with their salesperson in the car. Never turn over your keys. Okay, One of them is to ask for your license or keys to securing during a test drive. Okay, I ask for people's keys when they're going on a test drive so that I can absolutely have your car appraised to cut down time. They can't appraise your car without keys. With some of these questions, statements that this person is coming out with, it absolutely amazes me what they're saying. I absolutely agree with this. If you plan on financing a car, you'll eventually have to submit for a credit check. According to Car and Driver, some dealers will try to get you to consent to a credit check early in the process, perhaps before they have to screen potential buyers. Not only does this not benefit you any day, but so-called hard pulls can actually damage your credit. Okay, what I don't like about hard pulls is you can't buy a car without your credit being pulled. Okay, you cannot. But there is a time and place to pull your credit. It's not before the test drive. I will never forget going back to 1990. Gentleman was trying to buy a Corvette Z06. And he was at the dealership. And I, I, I take that back. It was a Corvette and it was a ZR1, not a Z06. And he showed up at the dealership, and he was wearing a T-shirt, a pair of shorts, and a pair of sneakers. And the dealership was in Tempe, and he walked in, and he saw the salesperson, and he said, I'd like to drive that car, and if I like it, I'll buy it. Well, it was the dealership's rule to pre-qualify people and make sure that they could finance the car. And he said, well, I'm not going to finance the car, and I'm not going to buy the car here. But... I was going to pay cash, and then he threw out his name, and he was a linebacker for the Arizona Cardinals or back then. So some fees like associated with destination charge tax are mandatory and can't be swept away. However, many dealers try to add in extra fees into the final bill. Prep fees, for example, should be built into the mandatory destination charge. Understand what it is, what you're signing. Negotiate the final price of the car. Absolutely. Don't be afraid to ask for a salesperson swap. Okay, if, if you don't like the salesperson, absolutely. Go to the manager and say, I want to deal with somebody else. Don't forget all the details. Avoid unnecessary add-ons. Stick to your guns. Be fair. Some of these are absolutely things that are great tips for negotiating. I want to send out a very special thanks to Santan Hyundai Genesis, located at 3252 South Auto Way in Gilbert, Arizona.
Great reputations aren't just given, they are earned over time. Since 1951, the Earnhardt family has forged its reputation as the finest automotive group in Arizona. At Rodeo Ford, an Earnhardt dealership in Goodyear, we offer a huge selection of new Ford vehicles, all with low, no bull prices. Visit today or go to RodeoFord.com. Remember, if your vehicle has the Earnhardt brand, you're in for a great ride, and that ain't no bull. Special thanks to Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC of Phoenix for their support of Your Car Insiders. Family owned and operated for four generations, Coulter is celebrating 100 years in the Valley since 1923. Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC of Phoenix has flourished thanks to their uncompromising dedication to complete customer satisfaction. Throughout the years, they've operated under one philosophy. Treat every customer with the respect they deserve. Provide quality sales and service in a casual and relaxed atmosphere and do it at a competitive price. It's really that simple, and it's how we've built lasting relationships through generations of car buyers. Coulter employees are dedicated to making every customer a part of the Coulter family for their car buying life. Coulter's experience is the difference. Paul Glanz, general manager, has been affiliated with the Coulter Group for 29 years. They invite you to visit Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC of Phoenix, located at 12th Street in Camelback, and let the Coulter team show you the way the car ownership experience is meant to be. Welcome back to your car inside as a 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. The easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. want to send out a very special thanks to Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC of Phoenix for their support of your car insiders. Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC has flourished thanks to their uncompromising dedication to complete customer satisfaction. They are family-owned and operated for four generations. They recently celebrated 100 years in the Valley since 1923. It's really that simple, and it's how they built lasting relationships through generations of car buyers. Coulter's experience is the difference. Paul Paul Glanz, general manager, has been affiliated with the Coulter Group for 29 years. They invite you to visit Coulter Cadillac Buick GMC of Phoenix, located at 12th Street in Camelback, and let them show you the way the car owner experience should be. You know, we talked about things to negotiate, you know, and tips for negotiating. Some of them were good, some of them not so good. But here's one that kind of goes right along about with that. Ten things to never reveal at the car dealership. When you step into a car dealership, it's essential to be savvy and guarded as salespeople are experts at extracting information to their advantage to ensure you get the best deal and maintain the, maintain the upper hand. Here are 10 things you should never reveal at the dealership. Your budget. I used to hate that thing. It was a guest sheet. And the salesperson, inside of 10 seconds of knowing you, started asking you all these financial questions about what you're trying to buy, what your current car payment is, and what you're trying to spend on the new car that you're buying. Monthly payment limit. Okay. The only thing that's sad about that is I can't tell you how many years, times over the years, that I would be some with somebody and we'd be looking at a... $30,000 car. And then when I told them what the payment was, well, I don't want to pay that much. Well, it's one thing if you're off by a couple of dollars. It's another thing when it's hundreds of dollars different. I had a client one day tell me, and this was back in the day when rates were high, and he thought that a $40,000 loan at 10% for 60 months was $400 a month. I don't know where he came up with the math, but he was adamant about believing that. 
Okay, you don't negotiate or buy a car by your monthly payment. Revealing your maximum monthly payment to a salesperson can be a costly mistake. They manipulate the numbers to their advantage by extending the loan term or offering add-ons, making the overall cost higher. Okay, I had a gentleman once that he called me up, radio show listener. He had a $5,000 down payment and a three fifty payment. He didn't realize he bought $7,500 to $8,000 worth of stuff in the finance office, and they stretched that loan out to 84 months. And based on my ability and the, and the rep the relationships I had, I was able to help that gentleman get out of that car and get him into a new car. If you have a vehicle to trade in, don't disclose its value until after you negotiate the price of the new car. Okay, they're not disclosing the, you're not disclosing the value, they're disclosing the value. One thing you have to always keep in mind, your car, when they ask you, what do you owe on your car? Okay, one thing I tell everybody is what you owe on your car is irrelevant to what you, the value of your car is. And if you were to tell them that you don't owe anything on the car currently, they're going to try to offer you less money. Okay, so what I always tell people is if your payoff is zero, you're not going to take zero for your car. And if your payoff's 30 grand, the dealership may not pay you 30 grand for your car. It's a matter of understanding what the actual value of your car is compared to what that loan amount is. Credit score. Avoid providing your credit score unless you're ready to discuss financing terms. Sharing your credit score prematurely can enable dealerships to offer less favorable loan rates or terms. Keep this information confidential until you're prepared to delve into the financing details. Remember, it doesn't matter what you tell them your credit score is. It matters what your credit score is that they pull at the dealership. Not what's on your car uh Carvana, it's what's pulled at the dealership and what bureau that lender is using. Never disclose you're in a hurry to make a purchase. Mentioning time constraints can put you at a disadvantage as rush decisions may lead to unfavorable terms. Keep your schedule under wraps to negotiate with a clear head. Avoid displaying emotional attachment. Okay, my job when I'm with you trying to help you buy a car is we want to discuss logic, not emotion. Monthly payment focus. While monthly payments are important, don't get fixated on them to the exclusion of all else. Concentrating solely on monthly payments can divert your attention with the overall cost of the car. Trade-in details. Keep trade-in deals vague until you're agreed on the price of the new car. They may adjust the trade-in value to offset discounts or incentives. Every car dealership knows you're walking in there, and they're assuming that you're going to have a trade. They talk about not sharing your knowledge level. Okay, there's nothing wrong with trying to play on an open, even field when you're trying to buy your car. 
Great reputations aren't just given, they are earned over time. Since 1951, the Earnhardt family has forged its reputation as the finest automotive group in Arizona. Among them is Earnhardt Santan Hyundai. Jump now and get three years complimentary maintenance on our full lineup, including the all-electric 2022 Hyundai Ionic 5. Stop in or visit online at SantanHyundai.com. Remember, if your vehicle has the Earnhardt brand, you're in for a great ride. And that ain't no bull. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, the easiest way to reach me, it's pick up the phone, call me, 602-525-1370. want to send out a very special thanks to David Garcia and his team at Rodeo Ford, located at 13680 West Test Drive in Goodyear, Arizona. also want to mention my good friends at Cigar Therapy. Discover a haven of relaxation at Cigar Therapy. It's a veteran-owned and operated small business located at 4219 West Bell Road on the southeast corner of 43rd Avenue and Bell Road. Lounge welcomes you with a thoughtfully curated selection of premium house blend and boutique cigars. They're open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 9, Sunday, 10 to 6. It's your address for unwinding. Mark your calendars for every Second Saturday events from 12 to 3. You indulge in mouthwatering barbecue, exclusive deals, and the thrill of raffles. It's more than a, an event. It's a vi- vibrant celebration of community and camaraderie. Cigar therapy, solving the world's problems one cigar at a time. Make sure you ask for Jimmy, Deanna, or Kira. Kira's employee of the month every month, and she is also head of security at the cigar shop. Seven compelling reasons. To avoid buying a brand new car. So let's see what this person thinks. Why should I choose a used car? After housing expenses, transportation expenses are second in monthly budget. From auto payments to insurance, gas to maintenance, cars will average the average American over $12,000 a year. While some aspects of transportation expresses are less controllable, the one controllable automobile expense is your monthly car payment. Ultimately, the buyer, you decide to take on the monthly car payments and what size those payments are. So if the average adult is spending nearly as much on every on their car every year as they are in their home, Here's a financial nugget. Cars are a financial liability, not an investment. On average, a brand new car costs about $750 a month, yet the same new car will depreciate so fast that in five years when it's finally paid off, it will only be worth 37% of the initial purchase price. The initial solution is simple. Buy used, and here are seven reasons why. Now, here's what I'll tell you. I bought in 2018 a Dodge Challenger. Okay, It was close to... $38,000, okay? In 2023, when I traded it in, I traded the car in for $31,000. $7,000 less than what I paid for the car. That's not 37% of the initial purchase. Cars depreciate a rate of 20% a year. Well, if they're depreciated at a rate of 20% a year, at the end of five years, is your car worth zero? Brand new car depreciates on average. In fact, the second you drive off the lot is depreciated 11%. You have to understand that the rules and the averages 
have drastically changed in the last four years. Your car payment can absolutely hurt your debt-to-income ratio. If you're buying a brand new house and you're planning on buying a brand new house, buying a new car might necessarily need to be a second thought because that higher car payment can absolutely affect your ability to finance the car, the house, I'm sorry. Cash is king. A new car can significantly hinder your debt-to-income ratio, and if you never heard of your debt-to-income ratio, chances are you will. The average person with a car payment will spend about $750 per month or roughly $9,000 annually on their car payment. $9,000 is a large amount of money that could be some going to something that pays you instead or instead of something that depreciates. New car is not an investment. Well, absolutely a new car is not an investment. Car companies want you to make car payments. And here again, by year five, the car is worth 60% less than the purchase price. Not necessarily true anymore. Used cars are simply, simply more affordable. When you buy a certified pre-owned car, you're not only walking away with an almost brand new car, but saving close to 50%. Most lease terms for cars last 24 to 36 months, which means a few things. Lease vehicles have low miles. Routine maintenance is almost always performed. They are generally low, low mileage, but like new. Okay. Every car stands on its own. I'll just leave it at that. And I don't truly believe you're going to save 50% buying a two-year-old Toyota Camry or a Honda Accord. You'll overspend when buying a new car. When should you buy a used car? Simple way to guide you in buying your car is your car should never cost more than half of your net annual income. For example, if you take home $40,000 a year, a vehicle that costs $20,000 is way too expensive. Just don't buy a brand new car. This is what I'll tell people. When you're looking for that new car, there's nothing wrong with comparing that new car to a pre-owned car, and you make the decision on your own as to if the savings are substantial enough. Now, if you're looking at a car that's three years old and it's only $6,000 less than the brand new car, if you can't afford the brand new one, the the used one, the payment's not going to be hundreds of dollars less. Six grand in the loan is going to be somewhere around 100 to $120 a month. Some of the advantages, some of the certified cars may have low APRs, but please, every single car deal stands on its own. It has no rule of thumb. 
I want to send out a very special thanks to Reed Motors. Anthony Reed and his family have known Anthony for more than 25 years. He has helped numerous clients buy pre-owned cars in that ten dollars to $15,000 range. They're located at 2121 East Indian School Road, 602-957-0721. Also want to send out a very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. They absolutely understand what it is that I'm trying to do that when I'm helping a client buy a car. You heard that key term, helping you buy a car. Now, when you call me up and you're looking for a used car and you call me up and you want to spend $10,000 and then you call me up and tell me, by the way, I want to spend $10,000, but I want it to have the certain things. I want it to have a backup camera. I want it to have Bluetooth. I want it to have blind spot monitors, lane departure warning. I need it to have all the safety features. Oh, and by the way, I want all wheel drive. Okay. I'm here to help you. I am not a miracle worker. And I'll tell you, when I start to feel like I'm wasting my time, I stop. Okay. When I'm looking for used cars for somebody and they sent me a used car that was an electric Chevy, nowhere did they ever mention wanting an electric car? Now, I don't know what they did because I bowed out. Okay, when I start, when I'm look, if I'm looking for the used car for you and you want to look at the same time, I don't have a problem with that. But all I ask is if you change your mind on what you're looking for, please have the courtesy to tell me, hey, Gary, we're, we're going down a different road. We might want to see if we can get this. So I got a kick out of this article. Okay, And this article was, buying a car, six things you should never say on a test drive. You might think that you found the right car, but specs on a website are only skin deep. You won't be sure you found your vehicular soulmate until you get behind the wheel. So, you want to keep everything logical, not emotional. You don't ever want to say, I love it. Experts agree that it's essential to be essential to be pleasant and positive while dealing with the car salesperson. However, swooning shows your hand and transfers the initiative to that salesperson, removing the pressure to incentivize a sale that now seems all but certain. Like I said earlier, I don't go on the test drives. So what I have to start telling people when they get out of the car from the test drive, don't yell out in front of the salesperson, Gary, I love this car. You don't want to mention that you hate the car. If you fall in love with the car you test drive, you'd be wise not to shout out your affection from the rooftops, but don't overcompensate in the other direction either. Constructive criticism is fine because it can help salesperson understand your wants and needs. Unwarranted negativity, however, can convince them that you've already decided against buying or come off a transparent ploy to lower the price. While pointing out flaws can be a negotiating tactic, overdoing it can backfire. So what can you do for me? There's a time for negotiating price, but it's not while you're zipping around town. I recommend caution when delving into technicalities or haggling excessively during the test drive. Okay, This can distract from the overall experience and create tension with the salesperson instead. Instead, save detailed discussion for the negotiation table to maintain a positive rapport. 
When I was a sales manager in a car dealership, I used to always try to introduce myself to the person before they went for the test drive. And what I used to say to those people was, do me a favor. Just let this salesperson do his job. Let him show you all the features and all the benefits to the car that you're looking at. Okay, Because between you and I, he doesn't control the numbers. He doesn't control the transaction. He just controls showing you the car and helping process the paperwork. I give you, I want you to understand, when you come back from the test drive and you like this vehicle, I will be happy to sit down with you and negotiate based on the fact that I'm the one who decides what the car gets sold for, not the salesperson. How quickly can you get it? One of the cardinal rules of car buying is never to succumb to pressure to buy quickly. The last thing you want to do is give the salesperson the green light to hustle you through the process. Whatever you do, don't act like you need it now. Indicating that you're in a hurry or urgently need a vehicle might reduce your negotiating power. Salespeople may perceive this as an opportunity to push for a quicker deal, potentially at a less less advantageous price for you. Where are you going? Make sure you have... Make sure you have a say in the blend of city roads and highway traffic, open space, cornering capacity, etc. That you need to get a real feel for the model you're testing. In cases where dealerships insist on having a sales representing a repre- sales representative accompany you during the test drive, it's crucial to ab- establish a mutual mutual agreed upon test route. Dealerships typically re- provide preset routes varying in depth from Thorough assessments to more superficial ones. Considering the dealership's priorities, it's advisable to stay familiar in the dealership's area. We're approved for this much. Experts, none of that stuff should be discussed while you're on the test drive. Sometimes it's not what you say, but how you say it. Many buyers go on go in with a defensive and guarded attitude because they assume the dealer wants to squeeze them for every possible dollar. While you should keep things like pre-approval or trade-in value close to the vest for the time being, you won't do yourself any favors by clamming up and shutting down for fear of revealing too much. Despite what some people think, buying a car should be a collaborative, not combative process between the customer and the dealership. The primary task of an automotive salesperson is to get pertinent information they need from you and use it to help you get the car you want and meets your needs and leaves you happy with your purchase. It's important. If you aren't forthcoming with the information, the salesperson may very likely make the wrong recommendations to you, the end result being that you've wasted your time and theirs because you never say yes to the wrong car at the wrong price. Absolutely. When I was a sales manager in a car dealership, it used to be one of three things. If the customer wasn't buying the car, I would always go out and I would say that. It's one of three things. And the first thing is you don't like the car. The second thing is, if you don't like the car, why are you negotiating on it? And if you don't like the car and you're negotiating with a salesperson that you don't like, I can change that salesperson. I can change the price of the car. I can't change you liking the car. Don't ever negotiate on a car that you don't like. Easiest way to reach me is 602-525-1370. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.